Are you ready to shift your mindset, vision, habits, and actions into total alignment with where you want to be in 2022? If you are an entrepreneur or wanting to become an entrepreneur who is ready to break away from the hustle culture and start building your business from a place of spiritual and physical alignment and flow, then I want to connect with you, okay? I am inviting you to come work with me in 2022 to expand your mindset and all your business to heights that you never imagined possible. If you feel drawn to exploring this next step in your journey with my guidance, then head to the link in this episode description to fill out my work with me form and see what possibilities for spiritual, physical, and material expansion are awaiting for you. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Empower with M. I am your host, Emily Jane Saroff, but you can call me M. I hope you're ready to expand your mindset, raise your vibrations, break through limiting beliefs, and to seriously start owning your power. But before we dive into today's episode, if you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on any of my episodes. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I sure am ready. So let's get empowered. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. So I have a very exciting guest joining me today. Now, this coach who is coming on to talk with you guys today, she was actually my very first one-to-one coach when I first kicked off my coaching journey at the start of the year. So I'm super excited to introduce to you guys, Abby Rogers, who is an intimacy coach. And today we're going to be talking all around the topic of intimacy and how you can actually use your sexual energy for manifestation. So, hey, Abby, how are you going? (laughs) I'm doing great. How are you doing, Emily? I'm doing great. Thank you. So I'm just going to let you introduce yourself to everyone and tell them a bit about you and anything that you want them to know. Yeah, for sure. Well, I love that you introduced me as like one of your first one-on-one coaches because, I mean, obviously I didn't coach you on intimacy coaching at that point in time. It was all about business. But the intimacy coaching is such a fun thing. So really what I do is I help people release shame around sex, self-love, relationships, so they can have a deeper connection with themselves while having deeper connections with others in their life. And a lot of what we do is also focusing on how can we manifest everything that we want through that sexual energy? Because what happens is we're in that full surrender, which allows us to bring up anything that needs to be healed. So it's some really, really powerful stuff. Mm, I'm so excited to learn all about it because I never have heard the concept of manifesting through using your sexual energy. So I'm super keen to hear this one, especially since I've had so many different coaches come on that have spoken about manifestation. And this is so different to what anyone else has ever brought up. So I guess like before we even dive into that though, in case there's anyone who doesn't fully understand what intimacy means, can you give us a little bit of insights into you know how you look at intimacy? Yeah, I look at intimacy as connection. Intimacy doesn't necessarily mean just sex. Intimacy means the relationship that you have with yourself. Because if you don't have a really good loving relationship with yourself, it's really hard for you to have a really deep loving relationship or even just open communication with anyone that is in your life. So for me, intimacy equals the word connection. So how can I have just a really deep loving connection with myself before I could have a really deep loving connection with anyone in my life, romantic or not, family, friends, partners, really whatever that is and where you want to attract that to. 
Mm, I love that definition. It's so simple, but, you know, so spot on. So I guess then, you know, if intimacy is all about connection and like the connection that you have with yourself and then the connection that you want to have with other people, like how does self-love and your self-worth have an impact on that then? Because I imagine that if you have, you know, a poor relationship when it comes to self-love and self-worth, then you're going to have struggles when it comes to intimacy and connection. Right. Yeah. I mean, self-love is the biggest thing of all. And I mean, the reason why I talk so much about self-love is because the relationship you have with yourself is the relationship you have with others. So there's so many different types of relationship styles, like secure, avoidant. And what that really means is if we have a very secure relationship with ourselves, which is setting those healthy boundaries, not being too dependent on anyone, not being too anxious with anyone, and just really holding that in ourselves that's what's going to really help us with having that deeper connection. And if we don't feel worthy of that deep loving connection, then we're never going to fully attract that. If we don't feel worthy of it in ourselves, why should I love myself? I mean, I, when I talk to people all the time, like when was the last time you looked at the mirror and like fully looked at yourself in the eyes and said, I love you. Because if you cannot be vulnerable with yourself and fully love yourself, You're never going to be fully vulnerable with anyone else because you can only love to the capacity that you love yourself. Mm, Powerful. I love how you were speaking about the relationship with yourself is going to be the same relationship that you have with others. So if you have a poor relationship with yourself, then that's going to reflect through the relationships that you have with other people. So I guess how can we become more aware about the relationship that we do have with ourselves so then we can like identify if it's serving us or not and then make changes around that? Yeah, really good question. So the first thing I typically have people do is I'll ask people is how worthy do you feel of the relationship that you want, that you desire? And a lot of the time is that they don't feel really worthy. And then we kind of dive into that. You know, what is that feeling? Do you feel good enough? When you wake up in the morning, do you feel good enough for the job that you're going to, for the dream life that you want to live? And it's really diving in. I mean, what we do is we project how we feel onto other people. So if we have an insecurity within ourselves, we typically will pass judgment onto other people. And that right there is a red flag to look inward, to find out why do I feel this way? Oh, I probably feel not good enough because someone has told me that I'm not good enough. You know, it's like that dirty shirt. Someone put that shirt on you and then you're wearing that forever instead of really healing that and understanding like, fuck that. Like I am good enough. You know, understanding that you are worthy of everything that you want, but until you fully embody that in yourself, you will never feel that way with anybody else or anything that you want in your life. So diving in, like, what is self-love for you? Filling your cup, because filling your cup isn't necessarily like overflowing. And so we pour into other people. What it means in filling our cup and doing the things that make us happy is we are full of so much joy and happiness and love that we just have so much to give. It's not that we have to give it to others, it's that we choose to give it to others at that point in time. So finding what that is for self-love, people think self-love is, you know, expensive shopping trips, expensive spa days, you know, those type of things. But sometimes it's just going for a walk, doing things that make you happy. Dating yourself is the biggest one. I think that's huge is when you can fully learn to just be alone and accept it. That's when you can really learn to embody a full fuck yes, self-love. I love that. I love the topic of like self-love and self-care. And I think oftentimes like people don't fully understand the true meaning of self-care. Like they sometimes think, oh, self-care is just doing a face mask or it's just getting my nails done. Like it's just these surface level things. 
but like the real self-care goes so much deeper than just the surface level and like really like as you were talking about like reconnecting with your worth and working on these sort of bigger challenges that are within us and and tending to ourselves and caring for ourselves on that sort of level so Something that I hear all the time with people is that like self-worth is one of the biggest challenges that are holding them back. So how do you oftentimes help either, I mean, from your own experiences or from when working with people, how do you help guide people through rebuilding their self-worth so then they can obviously start to take those next steps? Yeah, I love that question. I'm really speaking on like my own journey because that's really what led me into the intimacy coaching was my own journey of finding self-love. You know, I had multiple toxic relationships back to back where I just didn't feel worthy. They made me feel not good enough. They made me feel, you know, that I'm never going to be able to do anything powerful in my life. I saw this vision of helping people and they just always told me like, you'll never be able to do that. Just really talk down to me. So, I mean, my journey is what I really like to describe that as in the self-worth was spending that time alone when it's scary. So I put something in my background on my phone, and I think it's very important for everyone to have a powerful quote or something that really inspires them that they can consistently see. And what mine is, and it's been that for over a year, and I'll probably never change it. I'll be very surprised if I do, is that you are worthy of everything that you want, even those that feel out of reach. Because when you consciously say it over and over and over again, you're going to change your subconscious mind. It's just like in meditation, we get really deep in that theta state. So reminding yourself, saying those affirmations, there's multiple affirmations apps out there. Like my favorite ones, I am, I turn those on and they pop up all day, but it's consistently telling yourself these things. And you have to almost embody that you are so worthy until you do fully believe it. It's almost, I mean, that's where manifestation comes into play. You want something to happen. You have to step into that as if it is happening right now. And that's how we fully start to embody it. Because when we can start to continuously say it and change our subconscious mind, you're going to eventually start to believe it because you basically brainwashed yourself into believing that you are worthy. And it's so true. It literally is brainwashing because if you believe that you're not worthy, then it's probably because, you know, growing up, someone else has put those thoughts into your head initially and brainwashed you into believing that. And then you've continued, you know, obviously repeating what you had learned or picked up. So it's just about doing the opposite, right? 100%. And oftentimes, I mean, where this all stems from, from a lot of people is that childhood. I mean, our parents don't mean to fuck us up and give us trauma, but you know, it just happens because the child's brain is not fully developed. So it can't fully grasp what's actually happening in the way that our parents are communicating. And that's where we, I focus a lot with my clients is like, let's focus on that inner child. Like what in your inner child needs to be nurtured? What needs to be loved? How can you be that motherly or fatherly figure that you really needed as a child now for yourself? To understand that who you are is enough. It is worthy of everything that you want. It's worthy of the love that you want, the life that you want, the dreams that you have as well. I love that. So obviously self-love and self-worth is one thing that can really impact our ability to get intimate. And you mentioned earlier on that, you know, something you help people with is releasing the shame around sex. So obviously when we carry shame, then that's going to have a impact on the relationships we have and the ability we have to get intimate. So why don't you tell me a little bit about this and the importance of actually working through and releasing any shame that you might have? Yeah. I mean, people think of sex as such a taboo thing. That's not something you talk about. I mean, society has taught us that, oh, you really shouldn't talk about that. It's a very private thing. So it's just naturally created all this shame for people, especially women. I mean, men, it's like, oh, go out, go hook up with whoever. How many people you can get laid with and women, it's like, oh, don't hook up with anyone. 
So it's naturally created the shame for men of, oh, I didn't hook up with enough people. And for women, oh, I've hooked up with maybe too many people. When really you were supposed to experience pleasure. There's nothing wrong with experiencing pleasure. And sex isn't always with someone else. Sex is also with yourself and masturbation, which is completely normal. The society has also told us that you should feel really shameful for masturbation when it's a natural human thing. And if we don't know how to release the shame and having sex with ourselves, it's going to be really hard in this shame of having sex with a partner and having that open communication. So a lot of the time where people cheat and have infidelity and why relationships end up not working out is because they're not open about their sex life. Maybe they're not happy with how much sex they're having. Maybe there's a fantasy that they want to try, but they just are too shameful to say because they're worried about what their partner is going to think of them. So they're not having that open communication. So really just stepping into, I love myself so much that I'm going to be authentically me and express my truth. And if this is not something you're about, we can talk about it. Maybe we can find a happy medium, or maybe this is just not a relationship that's made to work out in the long run. Mm. And I want to backtrack to a point that you brought up about masturbation. Okay. Because I personally think that masturbation is a form of self-care. So what's your opinion? Oh yeah. And can you dive deeper? A hundred percent. So I consider masturbation basically like a meditation of self-love. Because there's so many people that have such shame in regards of like body image and like the way that they have sex and the way that it feels. And the way that I describe masturbation as well is that if you don't know how to play the flute, how are you going to teach someone else how to play the flute? So if you don't know how your body works, how are you ever supposed to help your partner learn your likes and your dislikes of your body? So masturbation, I mean, essentially what happens, and that's kind of where the manifestation comes in. It is that deep connection to ourself. And a lot of the time with women, 75% of the time, especially women can't have an orgasm through sexual penetration. It's only through, you know, clitoris play. So a woman needs to really understand her body a little bit more even than men. So when they can really have an understanding of their body, connect deeper to it, you're just naturally releasing that shame of your body because you're starting to fully learn to love who you are love what your body can do for you really understand like, Oh my gosh, like this is a very powerful thing. Our sexual energy is so powerful. So how can I use masturbation with intention? That's what I tell everyone. I mean, don't do it just for the fuck of it. Like really set an intention for it because when we set an intention with masturbation, maybe you want to feel confident. Like I am confident. I am confident as you're masturbating and releasing that into the universe. I mean, you're just going to be able to bring up so much goodness and really start to embody that confidence as well. I mean, it's a love, you got to have a love affair with yourself or you can have a love affair with anybody else. I love that. And honestly, it's so true. If you don't know how to play, play the flute, how can you teach someone else to? So it's such an important point there as well. But, you know, like when we're talking about the topic of masturbation as well, and self-love was something we were talking about earlier. If someone really struggles with self-love and being able to connect with themselves in that way, how would you suggest that they start to work on that so then they can feel more comfortable and feel better about leaning into something such as masturbation? Yeah. So I have something called the mirror challenge. This is what I typically have my clients do is I'll have them stand in the mirror naked at least once a day. And they have to stand there for five to 10 minutes. Typically we start with five minutes. If it's something new, we work our way up to 10 minutes because then it starts to become a much more natural thing. There's not as much fear there. And you have to stand naked and you have to look at yourself in the eyes and you have to say, I love you. 
You have to feel yourself all over your body, even the parts that you don't necessarily love because we are imperfect humans. So it's learning to love that even in the imperfections of what we don't necessarily love, still loving what our body can do for us. So I love that mirror challenge because I mean, just standing in the mirror, fully naked, honoring the body that you have, knowing that is the only body that you're going to get, that it's a beautiful body. That's an amazing body. And really just like touching yourself anywhere, even if it's just like your arms, your hands, your legs, for women, your breasts, for men, your genitals, you know, all these different things, just learning like, and just saying over and over again, as you touch your body, like, I love you. I love you. I see you. I honor you. You're just creating this deep sense of trust with yourself. And then typically throughout the day, if they pass the mirror in their clothes, I tell them like, okay, stop in the mirror, make eye contact with yourself. Say, I love you three times before you leave the mirror. Mm, And that's such an empowering thing to be able to do as well. Like when I was going to heels dance classes, it was all about feeling more empowered and comfortable in your body. And like, you'd have to look in the mirror and basically like dance for yourself, touching yourself whilst making eye contact with yourself. And it can be like quite a challenging thing to do at first, but then again, it all comes down to just constantly pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone until you create a new one, right? Right. I mean, it's a sense of vulnerability. So it's really learning how to be vulnerable with yourself and just really find like that deep understanding of who you are, like who is your truth? Because a lot of the time people are afraid to sit with their feelings, sit with their emotions. So we just run from them or, you know, maybe we're not happy with the way we look in the mirror right now. Maybe especially after lockdown, a lot of people, you know, put on weight and that's okay. There's nothing wrong with that, but loving your body for who it is and what it is now. So then that allows you to step into who you truly are and your truth and being authentically you. Mm, And I'd love to know, like, if someone's doing this and they are getting vulnerable with themselves, what difference is that going to make for the confidence they have when it comes to getting intimate with someone else? Yeah. I mean, if you feel good about your body, because a lot of the time people don't want to try new moves during sex or like when you're folded up, they're like, oh, my rolls. But like, realistically, you know, like no one's looking at your roles. I'm just going to be real with y'all. No one is looking at it. But when we are starting to be, become so confident with our body and vulnerable with our body, we're just going to show up more confident in the bedroom and be like, yeah, I'm hot. Yeah, I feel good about myself. I love myself. How do you not want to, you know, I love touching me. How do you not want to touch me? So it just, you start to show up with so much more confidence, which will allow you to really dive and like open up into this world of what sex can be. Because it can be a really fun, intimate, pleasurable experience. It's not just rush to the finish line and get off and be done. This is meant to be a nice marathon. It's meant to be a whole game that's played out and really experienced and have that full body experience. I love that. So, you know, coming back to like the topic of sex then, And obviously having to like release shame around sex, whether, you know, you have multiple partners or whether you're in a relationship, how can people really start working through this shame? Yeah. I mean, the shame, once again, starts with yourself. So let's say that you've had multiple partners and you feel shameful for that. It's asking yourself, why do I feel shameful? I'm sure you've heard and like the seven whys, like why, 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 like getting down to that deep rooted issue. But Once again, it typically comes back to if you have multiple partners and they're not multiple, like really intimate, deep relationship partners, they were just a bunch of hookups, which once again, there's nothing wrong with the multiple hookups. 
But if you leave yourself feeling empty because it is an energy exchange, it's asking yourself, why am I relying on this other person to give me pleasure for seeking inward? Like, what is that shame that I'm holding on to? Maybe from someone else, maybe I'm looking for acceptance from someone. Okay, why are you looking for acceptance from someone? I'm looking for close bonding. Well, why are you looking for bonding elsewhere? You know, what is that fear turning inward? And just asking yourself those deep questions. I mean, it comes down to like what practice that I love to have people do as well. It's writing out your limiting beliefs as I am releasing and then writing out as many come up and then you're burning it. You're burning that piece of paper. So you're just allowing yourself to be so open and vulnerable, knowing that no one else is going to read it. No one else is going to see it because you're going to burn that piece of paper to the ground and you're releasing that all out to the universe saying that I no longer resonate with this. This is not who I am anymore. I love how uh, the way that you're touching on these things is really highlighting that when we do feel things such as shame, it's all just because of what's going on in our inner world. And like when we do take the time to dive back within and actually get clear on why we feel these things, we can really work through them. And, you know, we can take that shame away from ourselves. Shame isn't something that, you know, someone else can put on you unless you allow them to make you feel that way. So if you do dive inwards and you do start to work through these things that are making you cause that shame, then you can overcome it, which I think is awesome. Right. I mean, when I first started talking about masturbation, sex on my social media, there was a lot of shame around that. And I had to ask myself, like, why do I feel shame for sharing something that has been so impactful in my life, knowing that this is going to help someone else? through whatever it is in their life as well, to step into that like most loving version of themselves. And it all comes down to like, what are people going to think of me? And it also comes down to like, why do I care what people think about me? And the whole reason was because it is a taboo thing to talk about. So that was something I had to look inwards for and realize like, there's nothing wrong with talking about sex and masturbation. Everybody does it. Majority of people are just scared to say it. So now I have a literally a sticker on my computer that says meditate, masturbate, caffeinate. I got a sweatshirt that says hydrate and masturbate. Like I wear that bitch everywhere. And cause I was like, I don't care what people think anymore. And it's all because I went inward. So now I'm not afraid to be authentically me. I released that shame. I love that. You know what you just saying that really makes me think like, I don't know if you know who Abby Chatfield is, but she's like an Australian influencer here and a sex toy brand called Bush partnered up with her and made like Oh, I have a loosh. Like, I love that thing. Yeah, but like, (laughs) you need to have your own sex toy. You need to collaborate with someone. And like, I don't know, like the big Roger or something. (laughs) Yeah, man, I definitely have, like, I see a vision of having my own sex toy line with, but like crystallized, you know, definitely like the free spirit of woo version of me. So that's definitely something that's like in the works that I see that, a clothing line, all that stuff. So I love that. Definitely in the long-term plan. I love that so much. Well, I can't wait for these to come out. (laughs) Now, while we're still on this topic of like the different relationships we can have, like sexual relationships, whether they be just sexual partners or more, what's the word? Just relationships, boyfriend, girlfriend, 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 boyfriend, boyfriend. When it comes to like improving communication in whatever sexual relationship we have with someone else, How can we start taking some steps to do that? Because I know communicating what you want can be quite an intimidating thing for someone who's like, you know, very new to speaking up about that. Yeah. No, I love that question because I always recommend to people relationship check-ins, especially like once a week, 
you know, those type of things, especially in the beginning and kind of asking very basic question, like, how was this last week for you? What were you happy about? What were you disliked about? Are you happy with how much sex we're having? Is there anything that you've been wanting to try? And just also communicating the sense like, Hey, this is no judgment zone. It's a safe space because as soon as you can create that a safe space, you never know what is going to come up for you and your partner. I mean, you got to think, I mean, there's tons of people that are in open relationships, but they might've not been in open relationships if they didn't have that open communication. Some couples like to just hook up with other couples. Some people like to explore, you know, different types of sex parties. You know, there's so many different things, but it starts with the very basics in the situation of just communicating to your partner, especially like if you're being intimate with them, like tell them what you want to do. And everyone asks typically like, how can I critique them in a nice way? Like, tell them in a nice way, like, Hey, I like when you do this or like, Hey, move your hand here. Or, Oh, like just communicating, like letting them know during it as well is going to be a really powerful thing. Cause I'll be like, Ooh, okay. Yeah, I'll try that. I'll try that. When you're in the heat of the moment, typically most people are interested in like trying different things, but then having that, creating that open and safe container, maybe it's a date night that you're having or like a Sunday night check-in you're having some wine and you're having a drink, or maybe you're not drinking, maybe you like smoke pot, you know, like, what are those things? Like, maybe you're doing psychedelics together. I mean, psychedelics and sex is very powerful as well. Even something is like mushrooms. You know, I love the concept of like couples doing mushroom ceremonies together, even if it's just some micro dosing, because it allows you to see each other's souls better as well, and kind of have an inside look into who each other are creating that safe space also. But communication is the biggest part in such a relationship check-ins. Mm. And like, hey, it's check-in time and just allowing the open space that and realizing you might not like everything that your partner says. You might not agree, but that's okay because that open communication, that check-ins, what's going to allow you to create a deeper connection with each other. So where I want to go now with this based off what you just said there is like what your sort of perspective is on the relationship between spirituality and sex. Like, do you feel like there's, you know, a relationship there or what's your thoughts on that whole topic? Yeah. I mean, I think so sex is an energy transfer at the end of the day. So if you're having meaningless sex, especially with multiple people, your energy is probably going to feel pretty depleted. You're probably not going to feel the best. You're probably not going to feel super confident. You're taking on, let's say that they have some insecurities or something that they're really working through or some like deep trauma. You know, there's a chance, especially if it's like a continuous hookup that you can also take on that energy, which is going to also hurt your energy. So I definitely feel there is a spiritual power behind sex between two people, especially when you have that deep connection with someone, it's almost like your souls, like the way that I see that in like a spiritual connection in sex, when you're having a really intimate moment, it's like your souls are colliding together and conforming as one. I don't know if you've seen like the pictures like that like Instagram and stuff, but like, that is what I personally feel like through my experience with my partner and through like what I imagine, like really deep loving connections. It's like your souls are coming together as one. And when you're having sex with someone who you have a really loving relationship with, you're going to feel a lot better than someone you might be in a toxic relationship with. I think back to like when I was having sex with my ex, who was in a really toxic relationship with I didn't feel great afterwards. I felt used. I didn't feel loved. I felt like I was just a body for them to enjoy with my partner. Now it's like, I really feel heard. I feel understood. It's like, I'm not just a body, but I am 
like their soul connection. And we are made to have these intimate moments together. So I just feel energized and I feel just like, you know, like when you meditate and like you get in this really high vibrational, like your whole body vibrates, like that's what I feel now. Mm-hmm. So before, like, you know, a year or two years ago, I probably would have said no, but definitely there is a spiritual connection when it comes to sex for sure. I love that. And I totally agree with everything you just said there, because when you do think about those more toxic relationships, it's very like oftentimes one-sided, like they're taking your energy and that's why you feel drained because you're not receiving anything back. Whereas when it is in a more healthy relationship, you're exchanging and you're becoming one, as you said. So it's a much more energizing experience. Right. Mm -hmm. You just feel safer as well. Mm. And you have that overwhelming feeling of like, wow, I feel so safe. Mm. And that's really important in that space because if you don't feel safe in that space, that's also going to create a lot of shame because you're not going to feel like you can openly communicate how you feel. Mm -hmm. See, I love this topic and I love the direction that this combo has gone in. And I guess there's one more thing that I want to ask you then about, you know, this topic of like spirituality and sex is how does porn come into play with this? Because, you know, I hear a lot of different perspectives. Some people, you know, don't have negative opinions towards porn, but then other people believe that, you know, if you're watching porn, you know, as an individual within a relationship, that's taking away from the intimacy and the possibilities that, you know, you can create within that sexual relationship. So what's your view on porn and intimacy? Yeah, I will say I don't necessarily love porn. It's like watching a rom-com like they typically does not go the exact same way that you expect like the notebook what relationship is actually like the notebook I'm sure there's like maybe a relationship out there but you know there is ethical porn that is more realistic and and, you know if you're watching that sure but if you're doing it mindlessly just to get off like what's the point you know that kind of goes back to like the masturbation with intention if you watch porn to get off like what good are you really doing there like you're sending out this energy and not in a positive way. And if you're looking at porn as guidance and sex in your relationship, you're basically setting yourself up for failure because porn is not real sex. It's exactly what it is. It's entertainment. It's just made for people to watch. It's made for lonely people to get off to. And when you're lonely and not focusing on like, wow, I love this aloneness. I love learning more about myself and connecting deeper to myself. You know, you're just going to attract someone else who is at a similar energy, which is very low vibrational at that point in time as well. So personally, I'm not a huge porn fan, but like I said, there is ethical porn out there. So if you're watching it with intention type of thing, then that's like, that's fine. But if you're just watching porn to watch porn and get off, you know, there's some shame there that needs to be released. Mm. And like when you say all that, what that makes me think of as well is in a way, porn is, I guess, a way to avoid intimacy with yourself as well, because you have that distraction there on the screen. Right. Yeah. Because I mean, when you think of being intimate with yourself, it's a lot of the time people have thoughts that come up and, you know, I do attract a lot of guys in a sense of like helping them release shame. You know, I attract a lot of guys and they're like wanting to release the shame around porn which is why I love that you brought the topic up around porn because they're always like, why do I like lean to porn? Like, why can't I just be intimate with myself and set that like really good intention? And typically it's because men are also told like, Hey, you're not, you're jacking off and you're not going to hook up with some girl. Like you're a loser. 
So watching porn is helping you run away from the thoughts of like, wow, I can't believe I'm having this self-pleasure, but self-pleasure is actually the most powerful thing that you can do. I love that. And speaking of self-pleasure, that's the perfect segue into one of the questions that I've been most dying to ask you today. And, you know, you do have this ebook, which is sharing all about how you can really use your sexual energy for manifestation. So can you tell me all about this and how this concept works? Yeah. So kind of a backstory on how I figured this out. I saw this multiple times and my lucky number is three. And I saw it three times, you know, probably on TikTok or something. I follow a bunch of like spiritual stuff there. And it was talking about how you can use your sexual energy to manifest. And I was at a point where I was like, fuck it. I've seen this three times. Like, I'm just going to try this. And I tried it for about a month and I started manifesting financial abundance. I've manifested new opportunities and that I was open to receiving that I surrender. A month later, I got moved across the country completely for free in the U.S. from Florida to Austin. I got a raise at you know my job. And that's when I started to like bring in even more financial abundance. And the new opportunity, which is a new role with Rob as the director of operations. And I was like, whoa, this is crazy. Like this stuff is awesome. Told a friend about it a month later. And he was like, Abby, you have to tell people about it. Because he tried it. He started attracting on things. He's like, you have to tell people about this. And when I started talking about it is what essentially led me into intimacy coaching. Because I realized like how powerful this tool really is. And more people need to know about it. And the reason why my mission is to help people release shame around it is because I realized I felt so much shame talking about masturbation which is such a common thing. So I call it manifestation pleasure portal because that is exactly what it is. You are masturbating, you are self-pleasuring and you are manifesting. So what it is, and you can use this with a partner as well. I started off using it in a self-pleasure way. That's the first way I wanted to attempt it with your partner. If it is a very loving, deep connection, you can do it with them. If it's just a random hookup, I don't recommend it. You never know what you're going to attract in that energy. But speaking on a self-pleasure level, what is happening is as you are masturbating, all your chakras from your root to your crown chakra are essentially getting activated. And when that activation happens and you hit that peak orgasm, it what is happening is it is throwing out of your crown chakra into the universe and your body goes into a full surrender mode. And what happens depending on what you're manifesting Let's say it's financial abundance. You know, financial abundance I seek is also seeking me. I release any blocks that are standing in between us. Let's say that's an affirmation you are saying as you are masturbating. And then after you orgasm, you continue saying it over and over again. I typically say like three to six times. And then from there, what happens afterwards is everyone thinks it's rainbows and sunshines after. But just being real with y'all, because your body is going into a full surrender, it's going to bring up what needs to be healed inside of you that is blocking you from your manifestations coming to light. So you're in that full surrender. Typically, we don't allow ourselves to fully surrender on a normal basis in order to find out what needs to be healed, especially meditation. It's just putting you into a really deep theta state at the end of the day. And whenever we orgasm, we release oxytocin in our brain. Females naturally produce more, but that is the connection, bonding, love chemical. So you are also producing, not only surrendering to the manifestation that you want to happen to heal it, but you're also finding like this deep amount of self-love and connection to yourself as well. So it is a little bit of a healing journey, but 
whatever needs to come up, heal through it, feel through it. And then your manifestations come to light and use your sexual energy in order to make that happen. I love that. That's literally the coolest concept of manifestation I have ever heard. And when it comes to obviously like saying the affirmations and what it is you're wanting to manifest, is this something that you like vocalize, you say it out loud? I personally just do it in my head and that's personal preference, but I say it in my head and I typically recommend people to do it before they're going to go to bed because Mm -hmm. also what's happened, your body is just like in full relaxation mode and you know, you're fully you're going to feel your body vibrate because everything in your body is awake. It's alive. It's, you know, you are vibrating at such a high frequency when you orgasm. So like you might feel like it's what's like that tickling sensation throughout your body because you're fully surrendered and you're in that gratitude and so much love energy and saying that affirmation as you're going to bed when you're done. So then you're also changing your subconscious mind because you're going to bed in that theta state saying whatever the affirmation is that you're wanting to attract. So then you're waking up also saying that affirmation because that was the last thought on your mind. Think about it like this. So you have a shitty day at work and you go to bed thinking of your shitty day. You wake up thinking about how you're going to have another shitty day. But if you can go to bed thinking of what you're wanting to attract into your life, you're going to wake up in that same mindset and such a more grateful heart. Yes. I love that. And in a way, it sounds like it becomes more of an incantation than an affirmation because you're really like embodying that intense, like energy frequency, which sometimes can be hard to connect with if you're just, you know, speaking a regular affirmation. So I totally see like the power in this. I love it. I know that literally like myself and all of my listeners, we're just going to start masturbating for like moving forward. (laughs) <laughs> I agree to masturbate, baby. <laughs> uh, you heard it here first from Abby Rogers. You know, make sure you download her ebook, which we will link into the episode description of this podcast. So, what's your ebook called? Just so everyone knows Manifestation Pleasure Portal. MPP is what I call it for sure. If you ever see it on like my social media, even Pleasure Portal, like that just sounds so, so good. <laughs> I absolutely love it. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. I think, again, that's like the coolest and most unique manifestation method I have heard of yet. And I've spoken to a lot of manifestation coaches. But Abby, as we start to wrap up this episode, there's one more question that I really do want to ask you. And I ask all of my guests who come onto the Empower With Them podcast, what is one final piece of empowering advice that you'd love to leave our listeners with today? Yeah, one piece of advice that I love is... Think of the life that you want. Think of the happiest version of yourself. You know, does that person really care about what other people think? Or they're just saying, fuck it. I'm going to do whatever I want, knowing that I'm going to attract the right people into my life. Because when we can just surrender and choose to be authentically us and choose to step into that self-love, no matter how scary that can be, you might lose some people along the way. But losing people along the way in your self-love journey is creating space for the people that are made to come into your life and who are going to love you so deeply to enter. Mm, What a powerful note to end this episode on. So Abby, you know, if any of my listeners want to come have a chat with you, learn more about intimacy coaching, or even just ask any questions about how they can start masturbating more to manifest more, like where can they find you? Yeah. So the best place to find me is my Instagram. It's Abby K. Rogers. I'm sure we'll link it up for y'all so you can find it. 
I'm in a reboot session of my podcast right now. So I had a podcast called 1% Better, but we are changing it. So if anyone is interested in learning more about sex, self-love, relationships, masturbation, meditation, all that stuff, stay tuned for that to come. I am going to be talking about all of those things as well here soon. Amazing. Well, I will put all of those links in the episode description. So they're there for everyone to find. And Abby, thank you so much again. This has been honestly such a fun episode. Like I've loved talking about this topic and learning, you know, all these new ways to not just build your self-love, your self-worth, but also to, you know, start building more manifestations for yourself. So thank you so much for your time. It has been an absolute blast chatting to you. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It's been an honor. So that's a wrap on today's episode. If you enjoyed this podcast or know somebody who needs to hear this, then send this to them and share it to your stories, tagging me at empower.with.m.podcast. If you want more from the podcast, make sure you jump on over to the Empower community on Facebook. I have popped the link in the show notes of this episode, so I can't wait for you to join me there. But that's all for me for now, fam. It's time I love you and leave you. So until we hang again, remember you can break through any limiting mindset, any limiting belief, and you can rise above any challenge and step up and truly be empowered.